Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Well, hey friends, welcome back to Anchored In Always. In episode 72, we talked about the idol of comfort and how sneaky the enemy is in deceiving us into believing that we deserve to be happy and comfortable and that when we aren't, it's because God doesn't really care about our needs or wants. Today, we are going to talk about another sneaky idol, and that's the idol of control. This has been a struggle for me personally for a very long time. And I truly believe that it has led to much of the anxiety in my life. The longer I live on this earth, the more I realize how little control we have. Just think about it. Medical diagnoses, natural disasters, the economy, other people's choices, and the list could go on and on, right? We want control, so we make our plans and depend on ourselves to keep everything in order. But just think about it. Just in the last few days of your own life, how many things have happened outside of your control? The first part of the serenity prayer speaks to that. It says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot control or change. Acceptance of our limitations and weaknesses and surrendering them to the one who has all control brings peace ultimately. Proverbs 4 verses 5 through 6 say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your paths straight. It comes down to if we really trust God, what do you believe about Him? And do you believe that He does care about you and the things that you care about? And leaning not on your own understanding. I think it's important to stop and ask ourselves how has my understanding gotten me into trouble in the first place? And then we need to be willing to submit or surrender those things to him. And the promise is that he will direct our paths. But does that mean that his paths will always line up with yours? No, it doesn't. So our hearts need to be centered and walking in a close relationship with him to know him. And that leads us down the path that will ultimately bring us the most fulfillment, peace, and even joy. Control becomes an idol in our lives when we sin in the absence of the, of the control. Jeremiah 17 verses 5 through 6 as well as verses 9 through 10 tell us, This is what the Lord says, Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wastelands. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert in a salt land where no one lives. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. When we choose to make our own plans and not consult the Lord, we set ourselves up for failure and disappointment. Why do we do this? 
Often for me, it's because I think that my plans are better. For me, at least. Or I don't want to wait on God's timing. In Genesis chapter 16, we see how Sarah, Abraham's wife, was promised a son by God. But when that promise wasn't fulfilled fast enough, what did she do? She took control and made her own plans, which led to her mistreating Hagar and kicking her out of their home and and sinning. And she suffered the consequences, and so did her marriage. However, God was still faithful. He showed her mercy. His plan would not be thwarted because of her and her impatience. I would encourage you to go to that passage in Genesis 16 and read more about that story. You know, God wants the best for you and me. That's always his plan. And so often we make hasty decisions instead of trusting in his promises and in his timing. Listen to what he promises us when we do surrender our plans and control. This is back in Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 through 8. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. When we wait on the Lord and trust him, we grow deep roots that draw strength and confidence, not in ourselves, but in him, which is true and lasting. It's often in the waiting that we truly realize our deep need for him, and we have the opportunity to grow closer in our relationship with him. But often, it's painful, and so we try to avoid it by making our own plans and therefore missing out on the goodness and the blessing that he has planned for us. So where are you waiting on God in your life right now? What are some ways that you can grow those deep roots of faith and trust him more? So that when the storms or droughts of life come, you will not wither, but instead bear fruit. We may not have control of the circumstances in our lives, but we do have control of how we choose to respond to them and our attitude. The second line of the serenity prayer says, and the courage to change the things I can. When do we need courage the most? It's when we have fear, right? When we're afraid? So trusting that God's plan is good and that we can anchor into his promises for us. The action step, though, is to have courage to change what we can. So this may mean taking a closer look at your own hearts and motives. Why do you want your plan to succeed? Who is it benefiting? Is there kingdom fruit in it? Or is it mostly self-serving? It takes courage for us to set aside our plans and trust God. We don't have to be idle in this waiting time, however. We can take steps to grow in our faith and relationship with Him. The very next line in the serenity prayer says, and the wisdom to know the difference. So how do we gain the wisdom to discern? His will. If you haven't already, go back and listen to episode 77, where my friend Kelly shares how we can know our next steps. It's by having inner peace, which comes from the Holy Spirit, and also outer grace. That's God's provision, Him opening doors for us. We can hear His still small voice when we are walking closely with Him. We do this like in any other relationship by spending time with God digging into his word and meditating on it, and by prayer, talking and communicating with our creator. 
What an amazing privilege that we have to communicate with the Most High God. Lastly, I know for me, I better hear His voice when I create margin for time in my busy schedule. When I can sit quietly and listen, eliminating all the noise that so easily permeates my life so that I can hear from Him through the Holy Spirit that's already inside of me and you as well as believers. You know, we already have everything we need, so we don't have to take control of what's what's not ours to control anyway. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you that you are sovereign and in control, that you have a good and perfect plan and will for each of our lives, and that when we choose to trust you and surrender our plans to yours, we can grow deep roots and we can get the strength and the wisdom we need to move forward according to your plans, God, which we know will ultimately bring us the most fulfillment and peace in this life. God, I pray for the person listening today who is struggling with trying to make their own plans happen in their lives and are finding themselves failing and disappointed, and maybe that's causing them to become angry and bitter in this waiting season. I pray that you would fill them with the grace to take a step back and examine their own hearts and surrender the things that they can't control to you. And I pray that you would give them the courage to take the steps they need today to draw closer to you so that they can better discern your will and walk in the plans that you have for them. It's in your mighty and precious name we pray. Amen. Hey friend, are you feeling stuck? Maybe in your relationship with God, yourself, or other people in your life? As a professional life and relationship coach, I can help you discover unhealthy patterns and mindsets that are holding you back from experiencing more fulfilling relationships and stepping into that God-sized calling on your life with confidence. You can email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com and be sure to check out my brand new website at anchoredinalways.com for more information and to book your 20-minute free discovery session with me today. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored and Always. I will put all of these links in the show notes for you. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Please take a quick minute to subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.